Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Man-to-man coverage. This is the PFT PM Podcast. And now, your host, Mike Florio. This is a special edition of the PFT PM Podcast coming to you on Monday, 23rd day of October. We have fired the engine up again after shutting it down because we're talking to a guy whose engine never shuts down. He is Broncos linebacker Vaughn Miller, who became on Sunday the second fastest player to 80 sacks in NFL history, second only to the legendary Reggie White. He's Vaughn Miller joining us. Vaughn, congratulations on that accomplishment. Welcome back to the program. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be back. When did you realize, did you know going into the game that you were so close to getting to 80 sacks and you'd be the fastest guy other than Reggie White to do that? No, not really. I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't even, uh, you know, paying any attention. I just, uh, you know, had been trying to get sacks, you know, if I, I mean, that's my job, so I'm just trying to get as many sacks as possible. Um, never really been like a, a stat guy, but I know, um, you know, with this season and how many sacks are going around with Clayus Campbell and, you know, Melvin Ingram and all these guys with these crazy numbers, I just went into the game wanting to get sacks, and, you know, I was able to get two. Do you pay attention to how many sacks other guys have as motivation to go out and get more? Oh, yeah, I probably pay, I probably pay attention more to other guys' sacks than – you know, my own numbers or my own sacks, yeah. Do you, like, watch film of other guys and look for moves that maybe they're doing that you're not, that you could maybe, quote-unquote, borrow from them? No, I mean, um, you know, it's really not like a secret move or like a secret pass rush. I just like to, you know, feel the energy. I like to see what plays, you know, guys are getting sacked, I mean, sacks on how, you know, other teams are blocking these guys. And, you know, I guess I would try to apply that to my game or how can I be, you know, chips and how can I be more efficient as a pass rusher. But, you know, not you know, not necessarily moves. Everybody in the National Football League, especially pass rushers, are, are unique, you know, to their own game. Some moves you can, some moves you can like, you know, try to, you know, imitate. But for the most part, what makes you a great pass rusher is what makes you a great pass rusher. You got to hone in on that and try to be the best uh, what, that you possibly can be. What is it then that makes you a great pass rusher? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, for like seventy-five percent of it is get off, um, speed around the edge, and then um, you know I can uh, mix in a lot of other stuff with that. I can uh, you know really branch off of that with speed to power, you know, uh, speed to a kind of move inside, uh, stutter. It, it just it's it's all predicated off of my my get off though, and I think that's what you know makes me a great pass rusher. I remember last year. You explained to me all the extra attention you were getting, the chips, the double teams, triple teams. Well, has it changed at all from last year to this year? No, it hasn't changed. And I think once you start paying attention to it, like, uh, so, like, once you think about getting chipped for so long, like, say, if I get chipped for, like, five games straight, on that sixth game, when they don't chip you, I'm still in the chip mode, so you kind of got to take it, you know, like a down-by-down down basis. You know, you can't really worry about chips. You just got to go out there and rush. I saw a picture of you wearing rooster cleats on Sunday. Are those rooster mm-hmm. cleats? Where'd those come from? Yeah, that was rude. Uh, I teamed up with the guys over at, at Adidas, and, um, 
you know, we have a uh, a whole uh, you know a whole list of cleats that um that are individual to the players, and you know, chicken cleats. I mean, there's nobody uh you know bigger than uh, <laughs> me when it comes to uh, chicken. So uh, Adidas made me some chicken cleats. How many chickens do you have now? About six, 60 birds in, in Texas. What do you do with them? Um, do they lay eggs like or, do you, or do you cook them? No, no, we don't, we don't cook them. They're like pets, but we do eat the eggs, though. So what's your goal? 60 doesn't sound like many. I think chicken, chickens would tend to multiply pretty quickly. How many, how many would you like to have at some point? Um, I would like to have like a, uh, I would like to have a commercial, you know, operation uh, with humanely raised birds, humanely organic, um, you know, raised birds, and um, you know, it just takes time. Anything, anything like that, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's that's like me in a nutshell. So it just takes a little bit of time to get, you know, all the numbers and stuff worked out. But that's my dream one of these days to have a uh, commercial, humanely raised organic, you know, chicken operation. But, but is it commercial and just eggs, or is it going to be Colonel Sanders at some point for the chickens? I mean, hopefully it'll be like you know, Colonel, like a like an organic, <laughs> humanely raised Colonel Sanders. I'm looking yeah. like that's uh, that's my idea for it. Hey, my first job was at Kentucky Fried Chicken, and uh, I don't know anything about about getting the chicken dead. But dealing with it once it's cut up, after you do it over and over again, that smell kind of gets into your skin and it doesn't want to go away. And that, isn't that a lovely topic? It's about dinner time for me, too, so I'm ready to go eat some chicken tonight. He's Vaughn Miller with <laughs> us here. StubHub Center yesterday, that was your first trip there as an NFL player. What was your thought of the 27,000-seat stadium that you played in on Sunday? I mean, it, it, it still felt like an NFL game, you know, down there on the football field. And I, I kind of liked it. It's, uh, it's it's a great switch up. It's more intimate. You know, it's all about ball when you walk in there. So it was a uh, it was great. It was cool to go there and play. What was the split between Broncos fans and Chargers fans? Oh, we, we had like it was probably like it's probably like sixty five, sixty five, thirty five Broncos. Don't you feel bad for them though? I mean, they they I well, I know they won the game, but to not they don't have a home stadium. They're like the Washington Generals playing the Harlem Globetrotters. They're always the road team everywhere they go. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, um, that's just how the market is. Um, yeah, I mean that's how the, that's how the LA market is. You, you got to fight for LA. You know, so many great teams there in LA. You know, the Rams are doing good, so you know it's just tough. Help me understand what's going on with the Broncos, because coming out of the bye, 3-1, and one, looking like one of the best teams in the NFL, but that game against the Giants and now this one against the Chargers, and it seems like the – I know you don't want to point fingers at the offense. It seems like the offense isn't holding up its end of the bargain. What do the Broncos need to do? I mean, we, got, we obviously got some issues on, on all three, you know, areas of, uh, of, of the team, you know, from special teams, defense, and, um, you know, on offense. So, you know, we use today to kind of – you know, iron out some of those issues, but you know, it's, it's adversity. You know, every team in the National Football League gets hit gets hit with it. Um, you know, we've had our first share of it, and we're back in it right now. You just gotta keep balling. The, the one thing that gets you out of this run is just to go get a win. And we got three, you know, uh, big time teams coming up. So we can get we can get some wins here. We'll be pretty good. Who keeps the peace between defense and offense? Uh, I mean, we, we're a tight-knit group. You know, uh, we uh, spend a lot of time with guys on both sides of the ball. So, you know, we pretty we we, we know exactly what we got to do to win. We just got to do it. And, um, you know, we really don't point fingers here. I really don't point fingers. I just try to go out there and do my job. If I, if I can get, you know, a sack or, 
through a forced fumble or we can create some more turns on defense, we'll we'll have we'll make the offensive you know jo- the offensive guys their job a whole lot easier. So you know it's uh it's, it's problems everywhere, and we use today to you know kind of fix them up. How's a keep Talib been handling? Because he's the one guy most people think of as kind of a flashpoint where he could get a little riled up and maybe say something to somebody or 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 more than say something to somebody. I mean, you know, he's definitely he's definitely frustrated, but you know, Akeem, he's a captain on the team. He's gonna be all right. You know, the first uh, you know, twenty four hours are always the roughest, but you know, he's uh he's he's a captain on the team. You know, he's always pointed us in the right direction, and you know, I feel like it'll be more the same. All we gotta do is go out there and get a win, and, and everything else will be all right. How's Trevor been from what you expected him to be this year? Uh, he's, I mean, he's pretty. I mean, he's been pretty good. You know, it's uh. You know, uh, some. Uh, I mean, whenever whenever you lose and whenever you get shut out, you know it's you know it's tough. You know, especially if you're a quarterback. But he's gonna be all right. I've, you know, talked to him today. You know, he still has the confidence. Still have still has that legendary aura about him. Um, just got to go out there and start connecting with some of the receivers and getting the run game going, and we'll be all right. We're talking to you today in connection with Microsoft's Create Change video series. Discusses how Microsoft technology is being used by various players around the league in their philanthropic endeavors. Give us an idea of what you're specifically doing with the Microsoft Create Change video series. I'm a partner with Microsoft for the Create Change program because Microsoft is very much aligned with what I'm doing and what I'm passionate about, which is empowering kids and and creating a positive impact in communities that need it most. Um, For me, it's Vaughn's vision. I started Vaughn's Vision about six years ago, and we give back, uh, you know, free contacts, um, LASIK surgery, eye exams, every, pretty much everything to, to do with eyes, you know, back to uh, kids in need here in the Denver area. And it was a uh, just a great merger to, um, you know, partner with Microsoft. I mean, fancy Microsoft, uh, fancy NFL players and, you know, NFL officials using the Microsoft service on the sideline. But I think uh, – but I don't think fans, you know, realize how much – um, Microsoft technology helps the NFL players, you know, including me with my with my foundation and others off the field. We'll be posting at the website on Tuesday uh, the link that people will go to. There's a new video that's coming out, and we'll make sure we promote it so people can find out more about it. Before I let you go, though, do you, I assume you know who you have sacked more than any other quarterback? Philip Rivers. Yeah. What what is he? What do you say to him? What does he say to you when you put him on the ground? Uh, I mean, we got. I mean. For me, I, I feel like Phillip Rivers is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play. Um, and he hasn't really, you know, had the type of teams that uh, some of these other teams have had. You know, not even the coaches that some of these other guys have had. So you got the, the Aaron Rodgers and, you know, the Tom Brady's and, you know, the the Drew Brees and all these other guys. I feel like Phillip Rivers is, is just as good, if not better. He's done a great job over his, uh, you know, time in the National Football League with, you know, I don't know what teams he's been out there with, but you know he's done a great job. I got a lot of respect for Phillips, so you know whenever I get him, you know it's always a you know a little joke there. So yeah, yesterday he gave me one at the end of the game, so I appreciate it. That's my that's my buddy for life. Well, wait, what he gave you a sack or he gave you he gave you a joke or what did he give you? No, he gave me a sack. It was it was <laughs> like you know at the end of the game. Well, it wasn't like Brett Favre and Michael Strahan, was it? Yeah, it was kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, but I take it. But I, what I take it, though, that's my guy. And we got to put an asterisk on that one, Vaughn. Hey, buddy, uh, you had a busy day. We appreciate some of your time late in the day. Uh, all the best going forward, and good luck turning things around as the season unfolds. All right, appreciate it. All right, that was Vaughn Miller, Super Bowl 50 MVP, and a busy Monday. And look, these guys usually do the 
commitments where and I got, hey, I fully encourage any player that can get a little marketing dollars off the field, do it when you can do it, and to do it on a Monday when they had some busy things to work through. And a day after a loss, a lot of times what happens is we'll get these things canceled the day after a loss. So it's good for Vaughn to to face the questions, and he understands what's going on. Their offense needs to hold up its end of the bargain. Their defense is still championship caliber. When you have a guy like Vaughn Mellon, you get his name up there in the conversation with guys like Reggie White, accomplishing something that no player in the NFL other than Reggie White has done, you know you're getting it done through all the double teams and the chips and all the things they do to slow him down. Vaughn Miller's still getting it done. The defense is still getting it done. It's the offense that needs to step it up. And today, Monday, Vance Joseph, the coach of the Broncos, said that Trevor Simeon is the quarterback. But you got to wonder what happens when Paxton Lynch is healthy. He's the guy that they invested a first-round pick in. They traded up to get him in the 2016 draft in round one. The Cowboys wanted him. How different the world would have been. Sometimes I get fascinated by these alternative universe possibilities. If the Cowboys had gotten Paxton Lynch, where would Dak Prescott have been? Would Paxton Lynch be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, et cetera, et cetera? Bottom line is he's number two on the depth chart. But at some point, something's got to give. And Vaughn mentioned the schedule that's coming up for the Broncos. They have the Chiefs this weekend, and the Chiefs are getting desperate. I mean, this is an opportunity for the Broncos to exercise some of these short-term demons if they can beat the Chiefs on Monday Night Football next week. Boy, that's another great primetime game that's coming up. And then they go to Philadelphia. They host the Patriots. They host the Bengals at Oakland, at Miami, host the Jets, at the Colts, at Washington, Kansas City. Not an easy run over the final 10 weeks of the season for the Denver Broncos. But remember, two years ago, they had to scratch and fight and claw for everything they got. And they did get off to a great start. But near the end of the year, it could have gone badly. They could have missed the playoffs. They had to get some wins late. And and I think for some of these teams, and we're going to see a team do this. Around November, they're going to be hovering near 500. They're going to find the gas pedal. They're going to fight and scratch and claw to get to the postseason. And that mindset where the late regular season is like the postseason, where you have no margin for error, that carries over to the postseason and makes you better when the time comes to play single elimination games because you've been playing single elimination games. It's like Vaughn talking about getting chipped all the time. You get used to getting chipped, and that's part of your mindset. You just assume you're going to get chipped all the time. So the the Broncos may be setting themselves up for the kind of late regular season that will lay the foundation for a postseason. You know, when somebody wins a Super Bowl, we just assume they were wire-to-wire a great team, and the Broncos were not wire-to-wire a great team in 2015. They had real offensive deficiencies. They did get off to a great start. They had some tough games. They had some tough losses. They ultimately pulled it together. Right, we're going to pull the plug because this this is the first time we've done two episodes of PFTPM in one day. Five Down Territory already is available. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate it. Review it. Check us out at profootballtalk.com. And thanks, as always, for some of your time. Have a great evening. You can find the PFTPM podcast on Art19, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, and you will, subscribe for automatic downloads. Leave a rating and review. That'll help new listeners find our show and push us up the charts. Search PFTPM for your evening update from Pro Football Talk. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.